Welcome to Make Your Impact, the podcast for ambitious women who want to lead and make their impact on the world. I'm Emma Elder, a confidence coach who is here to inspire, support and encourage you to say no to a life that makes you feel unfulfilled. We have one opportunity to make our time on earth matter. Life is too short to be stuck in a place of fear, lack and doubt over our greatness. There is no other person on the planet like you who says it like you or does it like you. And once you learn to leap with your fear and believe you are good enough, anything is possible. All that success, abundance and the impact that you dream of creating is already yours. So if you are ready to make your impact, let's go. Hi beautiful, today's episode has been titled Learning to Trust Yourself and this has been inspired by something that has quite literally just happened for me. So a little bit of background, I had planned this week to um, release an episode together with my husband which we did pre-record this weekend. It was going to be like a little bit of an off-topic celebration episode for us celebrating 10 years being in a relationship together and I didn't over plan it but I did put together some kind of questions and then I kind of just interviewed my husband almost like my first podcast guest and it was really really fun to put together and then after listening to it back I just had this feeling that I couldn't ignore and it was my intuition telling me this isn't a conversation to share with the internet I just felt like on reflection it wasn't really fully aligned with who I am or who we are as a couple and I also felt that partly it probably wasn't you what you my audience really wanted to or needed to hear so it kind of like almost turned into this episode about how to have a long-lasting relationship and honestly while I'm really super proud of both Dean and I like our family and the relationship that we have together we are definitely far from perfect and it definitely wouldn't have been authentic to put an episode out that almost represents this thing of having the secret somehow to a long-lasting relationship because we only really know what works for us and we also know what definitely doesn't work for us but that doesn't mean to say that that's relevant for everybody else listening however I do think that we probably have some really good things to share on how to support your support network to help you when you're setting up your business so perhaps we may reschedule another time to talk about this um yeah I mean let me know if that's something that you would like to hear about Um, So let me tell you a little bit more about what really happened in this or around this scenario because obviously the podcast that you're listening to now isn't that episode Um, and it wasn't as straightforward as simply trusting myself, trusting my intuition. To be honest, this episode is a bit of a reflection episode partly on what not to do. (laughs) I'm really not ashamed to admit like I haven't got it all down I haven't got it all completely figured out and sometimes I still make mistakes when it comes to navigating trusting myself and decision decision making it is so important to lean in and trust yourself and your ability to make good decisions or handle the consequences if you don't when you're becoming the CEO in your boss the big successful ambitious driven woman that you are you have to be able to trust yourself And it nearly requires you to step into that successful mindset of 
the success that you look to you're looking to become before you're ready before you're even there every single day your business or even the idea of your business is going to be requiring you to take leaps outside of your comfort zone so this might look like um every single day your business requiring you to make new decisions and you might not have all of the information or knowledge yet um, but there's nobody else there's no one else if you're doing it by yourself and being a solo entrepreneur there's no one else to make decisions other than you and by the way on this um there was something I listened to a while ago I think it was I think it was a Stephen Bartlett episode like a podcast episode what's the one he does um the diary of a CEO a brilliant brilliant podcast um and there was an episode I don't know which one it was <clears throat> But what he said was, um, the second that you are over 51% certain, then this is the time to take action. And I really, really love that mindset of accepting that there's always going to be risks in the area of uncertainty, in like your area of uncertainty. But it's also reminding you that knowing more than you know right now isn't necessarily going to eliminate those risks anyway. I kind of like that, just like you only need to be 51% certain and just take action to do it. Find out what happens. I love that. Um, that's something that certainly helped me. So I'm passing that on to you. Um, your business is also going to require you to show up regardless of what else is going on in your life, how much energy you have, what motivation you have that day. It requires you to show up. And so you must be able to trust yourself that you can show up in the way that your business needs you every single day so the first step I think that's really important here is learning the difference between your fear and your intuition so let's explain a little bit about that (laughs) your logical thought both whether that's your rational and irrational thoughts obviously the irrational thoughts are where your fear is this all comes from like your ego and your protective instincts it's something that you're born with essentially um, obviously the the more logical like the more rational thought is something that you learn to understand whereas your intuition is something that develops and strengthens its instincts through your life experience it's really interesting so other ways that you could describe your intuition is thinking of your intuition as being an inner knowing so it's like this sense or a feeling that almost bridges the gap between your conscious reasoning so that's all the thoughts that you're hearing happening in your mind all the time and your subconscious instincts or your unconscious instincts whatever you where whichever word you choose um and sometimes it's going to tell you to do it to take the leap and sometimes it's going to tell you actually no it's going to tell you to be still um and like a lot of people describe um, or maybe it's better known as your intuition's better known as a gut feeling and it's just this thing where you have a feeling about it and then it, that ends up being the best thing that you could have done intuition isn't logical so it definitely the, another way to know that it's it, it is your intuition is that it can't be explained by facts or conscious thought it's it's more of a feeling Um, and it's much bigger than what you can actually describe through your language it wouldn't fit into your pros and cons lists that we all love to write (laughs) Um, and it definitely wouldn't need any external opinion from other people to make make it have worse or value because it's your intuition only you can feel it 
another way you could think about your intuition is it's a guide. Um, so it's something there that will help to support you make decisions in every single area of your life and make give you this sense of what's right for you and what's not. Um, so this could be dangerous situations. It could be people, whether they're toxic or not. It can even be um, like your intuition can even be what gives you like inspiration, creativity and clarity about what you want um, or just having like a general confidence in your choices. So um, often as well, intuition goes entirely against logic so it it's like almost it's almost like you can't even it it does it just doesn't make sense when you try to explain it to somebody else um so this might be you know doing things like other people might see as crazy like maybe you're choosing to leave your really really secure job for for this business that you want to set up when you've got no guarantees of it being successful, no guarantees of you bringing in the financial income that you hope, but you're going to do it anyway because your intuition tells you. Or maybe it's um, ending what is like a great relationship just because you have this feeling inside of yourself that it doesn't feel right anymore, but there's nothing, like logic couldn't explain it because on the surface your, your relationship is really great. It could be something that I'm just giving some examples of how your intuition might not be able to be explained through logic. I think the biggest two things to remember is that your intuition is felt before logic and the overthinking starts to interfere <laughs> and your intuition is felt within your body whereas your fear is heard in your mind. I'm going to say that again. Your intuition is felt before logic and overthinking and your intuition is felt in your body whereas fear is heard in your mind. And like when you experience an intuitive yes, your body is going to communicate this to you. So it's either going to um, communicate it to you by being expansive. So like your whole body kind of like opening up and feeling just really energetic and excited. And if it's a no... It's going to tell you through being the opposite. You're going to be shutting down. You know, your your um, eye contact is going to be looking away. You're going to feel your fists clenching up. You're going to feel your whole body kind of like turning away from this thing that you're seeing or hearing, whatever it is. Um, so let's say like you've been in a scenario where you've been offered a job um, that perhaps is like an amazing promotion Um but you think in yourself, like you're probably not really ready for the promotion yet. And you're just and like, so if you've been in this, ever been in this scenario before, and you're unsure about whether to accept it, the way that you would check between whether your what your intuition is there versus, you know, what you think about it, is to ask yourself, how did I feel immediately when they asked me? Because if it was excited and expansive, then that's your intuition saying yes. And then if like a few seconds went by and you started to think, I'm not ready yet, I don't know enough, I'm going to make loads of mistakes, they're all going to think, find out, you know, that I'm not ready and that I'm stupid and they'll fire me. That's all your overthinking, all of the logic coming after your intuitive, excited feeling. So to listen to your intuition, you need to start believing that you're the best judge of your feelings, thoughts needs and wants and you need to also believe that you know yourself better than anyone else and all the answers that you ever need already lie within you and this is something I really truly believe and I think that coaching specifically is so so magic for helping people believe this because 
they realize that when they're having a coaching conversation they're not coming for advice often they're giving themselves the answers but it's just through clever questioning that's bringing the answers out of them it's always so magic to see when people have that realization like oh actually this is within me already so to do this you need to make space to connect yourself and by the way (laughs) in my scenario with the earlier recorded podcast this is all where I went completely wrong with this piece of advice so I'll get into that (laughs) but to make space um, to connect yourself you need to really get all of those like juicy feminine energy practices going so that could be things like journaling spending time in nature dancing like any kind of created activity or task um, meditating um, lighting some incense and like getting into a bra uh, an amazing bath breathing breath work like I mean there are so many things that you can do that um, are gonna ignite that feminine energy with you within you and help you connect back to yourself back to your body but there are some blocks to your intuition, which are most commonly fear, people pleasing, busying yourself in doing mode and not expressing or releasing emotions. And all of these things is kind of where I went wrong. <laughs> so let me um, let me explain more about that. So obviously we had, my husband and I had spent like the, one of our evenings over the bank holiday weekend that we just had. Um, recording our podcast and so first of all I didn't want to hurt my husband's feelings by bringing up a conversation to say you know what this really fun thing that we did together actually it doesn't feel so great for me (laughs) Um, you know to give off this feeling that actually somehow it's not met my expectations in some way um and that you know I didn't want to make him feel like he had let me down in any way or anything like that and so for some time I went kind of backwards and forwards in my head about whether I should just go ahead and release the podcast anyway and I was having thoughts like oh you know it's gonna it will make him happy and it's not worth upsetting him over like that that to recognize I had that thought is kind of crazy because I'm saying it's not worth upsetting my husband the person the one person like I mean there's a few people but one of one of the very few people in the world that I feel so so safe and secure to be entirely myself with I didn't want to risk upsetting him over being completely authentic in my business like it is just absolutely bonkers that those people-pleasing tendencies can show up in a way and get you completely off balance with what you actually value. Um, and so while I'm having all of these thoughts, I, w- I was just pushing them away. I was pushing them to the side, you know, what I actually felt about this intuitive feeling of like, I don't feel like I should really release this episode. And then, of course, with it being the bank holiday, um, we also had a really, really busy one and we packed in loads and loads of socialising and we had lots of fun plans and I was, I was definitely very, very busy in doing mode. <laughs> um, in the times that I wasn't socialising, I was also working. And then interestingly enough, the beginning of this week, my body has also been fighting off some kind of virus. So make of that what you will. When you're busying in doing mode, it's definitely not nurturing yourself fully. 
Um, I really noticed that actually. I am somebody that really has to make time for spending time with myself and switching off and relaxing. Otherwise, my whole body gets really overwhelmed. Like I, I, I need lots of rest. I think it's something in my makeup. Um, and then also with it being the long weekend I didn't do like what my normal kind of nurturing practices would be with journaling and exercising most days like I just wasn't really doing any of the things that usually make me feel really good so do you know where my intuitive thoughts then popped up right before bed (laughs) and so I probably spent about two or three nights feeling super restless making my decision and I was spending ages getting to sleep and then I was waking up in the middle of the night and then struggling to get back over to sleep again and this was all purely because I wasn't giving myself the right space and time to listen to what my body was communicating with me and respond to the emotions that came with it and then all of this was becoming so so loud when my body was trying to relax because it was falling to sleep But actually, it it then kind of interrupted that process because it was like, oh, hang on a second, we've got an opportunity to communicate with you. Like, this needs your attention. And then all of a sudden, my whole mind is filled with like, oh my goodness, okay, like I need to, I need to have this conversation with my husband. Um... So yeah, that wasn't ideal. And then as I as I just said, I have been pretty unwell like the last couple of days. I just had this strange little like virusy thing. I've had a bit of a temperature and been like shivery, hot and cold, aches and pains, you know. Poor me. <laughs> um I'm I'm fine. Like it's not it's not the worst I felt in the world, but it's not been ideal. Um however, ironically, um because of this, I've really been trying to prioritize my sleep. Um so what that's what that's really meant is I haven't been getting up early and so I haven't really been journaling. I haven't journaled for a couple of days. And I really, really noticed my old mindset, like overthinking habits creeping back in because of that, because I've lost that um, kind of, I guess, opportunity to to challenge my my thoughts and, and get on top of my mindset. And so honestly, it wasn't even until today <laughs> that I did the right thing and plucked up the courage to have this conversation with my husband. And then, of course, plan and record a whole different episode for you. Um. And in my mind, I was, before I was having, before I went to have this conversation with my husband, I was mind reading all of his potential reactions, like classic overthinker habits kicking in wildly. So I thought, you know, like, oh, he's going to be angry. He's going to be hurt. He's going to be defensive. And I was like really psyching myself up with like, oh God, like I'm going to be like, I'm capable of handling however he responds to me. Like, but you know, I'm like imaging my imagery in my head is the conversation not going well. And so, um, (laughs) of course, I told him. And guess what he said? He just went, okay, honey, like, whatever you think is best for your business, that's the most important thing. (laughs) And I was like, oh, (laughs) that was really too easy, you know? And it's just like, uh, so... It's so interesting to reflect on because this was me all of the time, like a few years ago. And I'm, I, I, I would say I feel really proud of myself, actually, because I really recognize that that process of like overthinking how somebody is going to react has really wildly improved <laughs> with taking control of investing, like, you know, personal development stuff, investing time in myself and getting to know myself better and building a better relationship with myself. 
And I definitely could have saved myself some restless nights <laughs> if I just made more space um, to like trust and listen to my intuition over the weekend. So of course, I did eventually get to a place um, where I was trusting what my body was communicating to me and I admitted it to myself. And then I held that slightly uncomfortable conversation with my husband that I didn't want to share the episode, which ended up being fine. Um, and I mean, there's like, to be honest, there's a whole other whole other podcast episode that I could get into here on how to hold uncomfortable conversations too. I may save that one for a, a future future episode because um, I think that's also something that crops up in business too. Um, yeah, that can be an interesting one. Um, however, actually, on this thought, there is probably one thing that I want to say about this, which I think is really important to hear when you're choosing to be assertive. Because I really think like being assertive gets a bad reputation and it's poorly misunderstood because it's really not um, about like, you know, shouting louder than the other person or being a little bit aggressive or, you know, it isn't that. (laughs) It really isn't. Being assertive is simply sharing your thoughts, your wants and your needs like in a really, really calm and, and probably a respectable way. However, just because you were choosing to be assertive doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to get what you want in return. And this is the bit I think that people really trip up on. Because people assume that they're not any good at being assertive if the person the other end doesn't honour their wishes, you know, of what they've requested in their assertive communication. So what I want you to remember here is that you are only responsible for you when it comes to communicating in an assertive way and you cannot control the other person. They are responsible for how they choose to respond and react. So please know (laughs) for sure you are very, very capable and probably very good at being assertive. Anyway, back to the trusting yourself conversation, which is what I was talking about. So um, I guess let's wrap the conversation up with how do you build that trust with your intuition and it and it's really simple you need to make consistent space for it to be heard so I've spoken about the ways that you can connect to yourself with your feminine energy so I guess my question here would be are you doing enough this enough for yourself and then it's simply practicing like regularly choosing to follow your intuition And I think when it comes to the decision-making element of your business, this is so, so crucial. Like, of course, lean upon trusted outside support or expert advice. Like, all there is so much out there for free and there's even more amazing stuff, I would say, that you get if you pay for it. But always, always, always tune into yourself and make sure that you know what you think first before you are seeking that advice. Um, because I think this is going to help you make decisions in a way that's going to feel much more aligned and much more authentic to who you are, how you want to show up for your business and how you want to show up for your clients if, if your business has clients in it. So that is all for me, for me from today. So please, please, please let me know how today's episode has made an impact from you. I always, always love receiving your messages. They brighten up my day. For now, I'm going to send you love. Take care. I value building real connection so highly so if we don't already know one another through Instagram come and say hello I'm at Emma Elder Coaching I'm so glad you're here let's support one another